Welcome to Bible Studies for Life students. This is our last week in this quarter. It's the last week in the study, Becoming More Like Jesus. This is week number six, Joining God's Work. Jeff, today we're in John 15. Talk to us about this passage. So John 15 is actually one of my favorite passages in Scripture, something that God used uh, early on in my life as a follower of Jesus to impact me profoundly and honestly to move me to think through some pretty complicated and heavy theological truth. So we'll get to that in a few minutes. But yeah, John 15, verses 1 through 8, the, the main point of our session is this. Believers are to join God's work in both the church and in the world. Uh, Jesus said, he starts off this passage with the words, I am the true vine. I am is probably language that's familiar to most of our leaders and hopefully many of our students, but we can look back to Exodus chapter 3. It's the burning bush experience, Moses' encounter with God, and God called Moses to do something pretty bold to go before Israel to confront Pharaoh and said, hey, let my people go, and he was speaking on behalf of the Lord. Exodus chapter 3, verse 13, Moses asked God this question. He said, if I go to the Israelites and I say to them, the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, and they ask me, what's his name? What should I tell them? So here's the question. I'm going to go to the nation of Israel, and I'm going to to speak to them, and it's not going to make a lot of sense. Like I'm going to say, God sent me to you, and they're going to struggle to believe that. And at the very least, Lord, I need to know your name. God's response, I am who I am. This is what you're to say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. When Jesus said, I am the true vine, he's using the very specific language of God's covenant name that he revealed to Moses. So Jesus is, in essence, claiming that I am the Son of God. I am, in fact, myself God. And that's something that when Jesus said this, as recorded in John 15, would have shocked the people who were there and listening to that. One step further that Jesus took it, in the Old Testament, the prophets on several occasions had referred to Israel as a vine that God had planted, but it didn't produce the kind of fruit. It produced wild grapes and uh, didn't do the things, didn't accomplish the things that God had desired for the vine. And Jesus comes and he says, I am God, which is bold. And then he says, I am the true vine, implying that Israel all along wasn't the true vine. Um, we need to ask ourselves that question. If we're part of the vine, if we're connected with Jesus, then he uses the language of we're the, the branches. Let's look at verse 2. He says, every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he removes, and he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. So Jesus makes the claim that just like Old Testament Israel, if we don't produce the fruit that God desires that we would, then he will prune us. We will be cut off, and he goes on to say we'll be thrown in the fire and burned, which is pretty serious. But verse 5, he says, I am the vine. He reiterates that. You are the branches, the one who remains in me, and I in him produces much fruit. Um, there are very specific fruit in the Bible. One of the fruit, I think it's in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, says the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. So the worship that we give to God is fruit we're called to produce. Other fruit that we're called to produce are the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. You guys are familiar with that list. 
But another fruit to which Jesus very clearly alludes is the fruit of saved souls that are born out of our witness. So if we are connected with Jesus, we're going to produce lives of praise. We're going to produce the fruit to give evidence of the Spirit's work in our lives. And we are, not should, we are going to lead others to relationship with Jesus. Isn't it fun how cultural context helps shape our view of Scripture and how the Old and the New Testament work so well together? A lot of times we try to separate them, but they all of Scripture is God-breathed, right? So the main point that we we're trying to drive home this week is believers are to join God's work in both the church and in the world. Jeff, give us some practical tips. So the question that I highlighted out of the session is, what fruit, and leaders ask your students this, and maybe even ask yourselves this. I ask myself this all the time. <laughs> what fruit are you producing because of your connection with the vine? If we're connected in a healthy way to Jesus, we will produce fruit. It's plain and simple. That's right. That's right. Well, that wraps up this study on becoming more like Jesus. We are wrapped up for our winter quarter. Jeff, always a pleasure to see you. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.